Welcome to another awesome episode of Not Politically Correct. What is going down, everybody? This is episode 58. It's TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I gotcha. A.k.a. Hank Hook, a.k.a. Mexican Raiden, a.k.a. E-T-E. And you can find me on Twitter at C-Nova K-P-Z. McCoy? What it do is your boy, Rue McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What it do, a.k.a. Young Splash God, a.k.a. No Cap Charlie, a.k.a. Smooth Job Johnny, a.k.a. Doped Up Danny, a.k.a. Hallway Jones, because... Your bitch might make me a ringtone! You can find me on Twitter and uh, on Instagram, which I'm really never at, except like once every six weeks, at Rue McCoy KPZ, and you can find me on Snapchat at Rue McCoy Rebel. Hi, I'm Cody. A.k.a. Bob Ross. You can... Huh? Oh my lord! Really? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't. I did paint last week. Um, <laughs> Snappy tree. Just didn't know you knew that. Uh, uh, you can find me on Cedar Week. Cedar Week and everything. Did you do any of your AKs? No. Tell me where he goes. I'm I'm dropping that. All oh, your AKs? You. Yeah. Damn, you get, getting rid of your beard and your AKs? I'm not. No, it's just we're restarting the beard. They don't need to know about this. They don't see him. <laughs> AKA John Cena. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a start of the new AKs. Alright, exactly. 2020 new AKAs. <laughs> AKA Steve Wonder. <laughs> okay. No, well, you're at least gonna keep Shaq and. Um, Ooh, this is cold. <laughs> and uh, Hank Hill. Damn it, Russell. <laughs> Alright. Russ, the barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. School Wars Q, a.k.a. The Progenitor, a.k.a. Russ the Bus. And you can find me on Snapchat and Twitter at ECKZ underscore R-O-I-D-E-T and at IG at Candid Cupidity, C-A-N-D-I-D underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y. that's radiant. Well... That does not spell idiot if you guys are ever wondering. I just, uh, okay. <clears throat> also, <clears throat> please find us on Facebook at Not Politically Correct Podcast. Um, you can actually like our page at NPC Podcast and keep up with the latest foolery that we're doing. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Not PC Podcast. And anything that you can listen to us to, on, which includes SoundCloud, iTunes in the podcast app, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, just search Not Politically Correct Podcast, and if you're on SoundCloud, please comment and interact with us, because we just want to know how y'all feel about the fuck we got going on, yeah, dig? And you'll be happy to know that McCoy will definitely be the one to respond to you if you reply on SoundCloud, because he keeps up with that. And if you want that personal touch from real McCoy, please comment on SoundCloud. And Instagram. Yes. (laughs) Also, a way to keep me, a way to keep me grounded and actually paying attention to you, offer me Go here, right here, chicky nuggies. <laughs> so McCoy, can, what's going on? After this pod, can, can we go get chicky nuggies? Oh, you, bro? Bet your, you, bet your, you bet your fucking ass we're going to get chicken nuggets after this. Dog, I, I'm really looking forward to this. No. <laughs> <laughs> so McCoy, what's would going? you be more interested in chicky nuggies if they involve strippers? No. He, look, he didn't say no. He just said. It was a possibly. He's just moment. exhaling all of his Russell Prestes. No. <laughs> it's deflating. Sports, 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 sports. sports, sports. What's, what's going on in sports, McCoy? Well, Coda, uh, <laughs> I'm participating. Uh, we had a really interesting week in sports. I'm uh, co guest host. 
We had uh, the NBA had some trade stuff going on. Um, oh, okay. We're gonna go over that before we go over the Super Bowl. I like to like say the best for last. Okay, I feel like go ahead. Oh, that means butts. <sighs> so the NBA had some trade stuff going on, and I know for a fact there. I don't know all the trades that happened. You guys have to excuse me, but I know some these key trades. Um, Kobe got traded to the afterlife. So what's the what's the what's the guy what's the guy on? Um, yikes. <laughs> I tried to just go over that. You want to join um, him? <laughs> 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 He's going to choke on a chicky nuggy. Um, so, what? <laughs> so, there was a big trade today in uh, NBA, or this past uh, 48 hours, where Anthony Wiggins ended up going to um, Golden State, and D'Angelo Russell ended up going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So, now he'll be playing with uh, Carl Anthony Thomas, who's a key figure there, and Towns. I think Towns, Carl Thomas. Can we stop this again? <laughs> no, no, we good. Towns, Thomas, Bucks and five. It doesn't matter what any of these teams do because the Bucks are gonna win. Also, Isaiah Thomas. Bucks Stanley Cup. All right, exactly. Isaiah Thomas is gonna um, he's actually now change his last name to Thomas because of the confusion. Uh, no, he's actually gonna be playing in uh, L.A. now, I believe. He got traded to L.A. Yeah. Yes, look that up. We got her to L.A. Who? Uh, Isaiah Thomas. I thought you just said Carl Anthony Thomas. Okay. No, no, Isaiah Thomas. No, Isaiah, no, that's... The Clippers or the Lakers? Is it the Clippers or the Lakers? Is it one of the L.A. teams? That's not like an R&B nigga, the Carl Anthony Thomas. And that's, that's what I said, bro. That's what I said that. It, sports guy, if you wouldn't have us, then I wouldn't be the guy Wait. fumbling over the sports stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm an auxiliary. This Is week. he another athlete that did music? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they're two different people. He just sounds like... No, they're two different people. Carl There's Paul Thomas, Thomas yeah. and then Carl, Carl Anthony, Anthony Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> also, there was a Super Bowl this week. And the Super Bowl was actually pretty exciting. They went into the half tied. That was... 10-10, right? Yeah. And then... I thought it was a very anticlimactic Super Bowl. These are, you, did you see them score 21 points in the last six minutes of the Super Bowl? Yeah. How was it anticlimactic? That like, part was kind of cool. What did you want? What did you want from the Super Bowl? Um, an offense and a defense, kind of a, like a good matchup. What the fuck did you... The offense for the Chiefs really went off in the second half. The def- Because the defense of San Francisco really went off in the first. Like, no, no if they were... T- like, it's just... To me, it wasn't... Like, this is the, the Super Bowl. Like, the biggest game of the year. Like, both teams. This is supposed to be the best of two teams. And it's 10 to 10. And then, like, the ending. Like, yeah, it was, like, cool and great. Like, but it's, like, you end it by just throwing it out of bounds. Like, I mean, the last play, the last few plays might have not been, but when you're... I know they were killing the clock and stuff, but... I mean, what do you... This did, is, like, the perfect did, did, did you see what they did in the last... In the, in the five minutes prior, yeah. did you see what they did? I did. See At that. that point, you did. You do just kill the clock. You went up I'm, 21 points. I'm not saying you don't I kill the clock. I wish that they a... uh, killed the clock. But no, fuck that. It's the Super Bowl. Kill them. Kill them dead. Kill them dead. You I am so much. glad that they went and they, they got an additional 20-something points at the end. I'm glad that they didn't just kneel and kill the clock. And, and within, it was like in eight minutes or so that they did that. Six. Okay. Six minutes. Cause yeah. Kobe. They crushed eight, cause it. Kobe. And then at the very end, <laughs> like they had, what, a minute and a half left and they still made another touchdown. Like they yeah, were Damian, shitting on kids. That was First crazy. Of all, that they, running back. The Ooh. MVP, Damian Williams. That You're the sports that, guy. <laughs> speak up, speak up. We're gonna talk about this later. That, that MVP, Damian Williams, dog. He, 
<laughs> not MVP. He should have been MVP. They gave MVP to Pat Mahomes when it should have been dog. His two, his last two touchdowns, not only helped them get the lead, but still, it it's it I, put the stamp on their win. I don't like that. I feel like usually the default MVP for it's, the Super Bowl is usually a quarterback. Right, dude. That's and why the, I think wasn't it Reggie, wasn't Reggie, the, when the Broncos won, wasn't it Von Miller? Yep. And, and that's when, why I was like, real, and that's not even like not just a not quarterback, but he's on defense. But no, I th- Pat Mahomes is actually twenty four. He's the only the third black. Yes, he's black quarterback. Everybody with the biracial shit just eat a dick. He's the third. <laughs> yeah, yep. people are saying he's not black. Yeah. Oh my god. Because they're like his mom's white. Listen, man. And his dad's what? Black. Okay then. <laughs> god. Thank you, Cody, for being upset. Uh, he's an ally. Conversation. Logic <laughs> is listening to this like, man, these niggas spitting. <laughs> <laughs> and company. Look at what these niggas planted. Playing with napkins. Um, <laughs> They're planning. Um, so Patrick Mahomes is the only the third black quarterback after Doug Williams in '88, and um, what was the other guy? Mackay Pfeiffer. Who? Mackay Pfeiffer. No. Michelle Pfeiffer. Doug Williams Michelle in '88. Michelle Kwan. God damn it. Taekwondo. What up, though? John Doe. Mm. David Gruber. That has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Dear John. So, yeah, there were three black quarterbacks. Three black quarterbacks. Pat Mahomes is the third. Doug Williams in 88. There's another guy in the in the midst of 88 and 2000. Bart Starr. 17. Yeah, that may be him. Brett Starr. <laughs> My co-hosts are cunts. Um, but, yes. Cunt Starr. Cunt Starr. Oh, God. <laughs> He's also he's also only in his third year and he's um the youngest to win MVP in the regular season too because I think he won it. Did he win it last year? Sure. Yeah. So so he's a fir- he's the youngest <laughs> MVP of the whole league last year. Youngest to win both MVP and Super Bowl MVP for only his third year in the league and in February and. And was it in black? It wasn't in no, it wasn't because they played it. They played it out because the Illuminati knew. The Illuminati <laughs> knew. They knew what they were fucking doing, and they didn't want to. Um, wait, was it in February? No, it was in February. Yeah, February second. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never or mind. Third. I, 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 I don't even barely I, know. They put, the, they, put the, they put the Grammys in January this year, which they usually don't. They usually put it in Black History Month. So. Oh no, February second. Yep. So they, yeah, so in Black History Month, he became the youngest to be MVP of the Super Bowl <laughs> and the MVP us. of the Rose League. So. Shout out, shout out Pat Mahomes for doing his stuff this. Shout out Andy Reid as a coach. He's the longest he's the longest running coach and I have a Super Bowl win until now. <laughs> yeah. Fifty years. Fifty years. Yes, as the Chiefs. Yes, the Chiefs. Fifty years. Fifty years. And Andy Reid, you've been what, in the league thirty years almost? Damn. And didn't he get he's the he's the most winning he, oh, check this out. Andy Reid on February second. 2020 won his 222nd win, which was the Super Bowl, and became the most winningest uh, quarterback in the league, or not quarterback, <laughs> coach in the league, I believe. That's a lot of twos. Yeah. Hey. Touche. How did how he how he beat Bill Belichick? Uh, we have to check fact check on that. But they said on Fox he was like the that was the, the Titans. That was I got it. You didn't remember them. <laughs> How he beat Bill Belichick's record, I don't know. But that I'd have to check into that. But they said Andy Reid is Andy Reid is Andy Reid is the most winningest um, 
<laughs> he might have been the most winningest uh, coach with no Super Bowl win, but he finally got it. So shout out to him, Pat Mahomes. Um, and he did it without cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Bill. Right. Billy. William. William. William Willichek. <laughs> <laughs> High five in the background. That was, yeah. The CS got us. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, it was an interesting Front round. In, interesting week in sports. Um, Bucks are like 42 and 7, I believe, or 44 and 7, something like that. Bucks are still crushing it, dude. Bucks are the you best know what's team funny? Bucks are so consistently good that people aren't. I don't really see people um, mentioning oh. the Bucks as much anymore. Yeah, no one's like, talking but, about the Bucks, and we're still first in the whole league. Yeah, it's like when we were just okay and we're winning every now and then, it's like, yo, the Bucks are doing great, blah, blah, blah. Now the Bucks are winning so much Nobody's talking that nobody about. is batting an eye. Oh, Bucks won again? Yeah, all right. Right, yeah. exactly, because we them, we them boys, like, shout out the Bucks, man. Like, if they go if they go to the finals, which they will. I have no, there's no doubt in my mind that when the they go to the finals. When they go to the finals, I really want to do like how we went to the Bucks game. I know it'd be a lot of money, but if we could like drum up a podcast, yeah, we're probably just gonna watch it at somebody's house. Okay, I feel it. Shut up. Drum up enough money for you know food um, and drinks and. I like food and drinks. Um, if you like Bucks decorations and okay. something like that, but yeah, blue napkins. Can I get a, can I get an ecstasy pill <laughs> with a the buck napkins. on it? What? Bucks to see pill. Yeah, a bucks to see pill. <laughs> but no, um, yeah, so that's what happened in sports. Also, there was a Super Bowl halftime show, which 50-year-old J-Lo shook her ass. Okay, let's talk about this. J-Lo's 50. Yeah. And looks amazing. She looks great. But here's the thing. Do y'all remember 20 years ago when J-Lo's ass was the supreme ass? Yeah, she yeah. had plenty of, like, surgeries and stuff, didn't she? At the time, she said she didn't. At the time, she said it was all working out. I think she had the perfect ass back then because ass wasn't the highlight of everything, you know? So, I mean, for as, as natural goals, she had a really nice ass. Now, we're in a time where women are injecting themselves with so much crap that J-Lo's ass looks like a flat one compared to it all the... looks flat like now. I'm thinking about the... Compared to know, all the fake ones that are I running around. Thinking and I still look, think it's nice. Thinking about all the different... I think it was flat. Um, <laughs> I think she was a lot thicker when she was younger, but she looks really healthy. I agree. I think, she, and honestly, she's 50. both of them. Um, 50. I think both her and Shakira put on a great show. Yeah. yeah. I think JLo's performance was a lot more entertaining than Shakira's, but I guess it makes sense because JLo was the headline. And 50. So she should have done better. Um, but yeah, I think overall the halftime show was really good. But I thought the, the, the performance was really well. Uh, I think it is cheapened by everyone just pointing out the fact that, oh, it was just her up there shaking her ass or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, was like, it wasn't. Great song. It was great song, song structure, song choice. The yeah. Costa Rica American um, flag thing was cool. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, the whole performance was really epic, and they they really degraded it by just bringing it to their outfits and you know she's Yo, they always and gonna da, 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 da. try and do that to minorities but, but they didn't do it when uh what's boy what's adam lambert adam levine levine, levine. yeah when he the maroon five they're yeah. naked on the on stage you know well, like the memes where it's like last year uh or if, it, if that's when it was uh 40 year old mom's like oh that's like oh my god he's so hot and now like this year 40 year old mom's that's all like an atrocious like they shouldn't have these 
half naked up there. It's like, like the hip Jesus and it was, fucking Christ. And it was funny because a lot of people was was like coming forward, the people who were talking about this uh, year. Like, you know, if you just get in shape, you wouldn't have this problem. And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> and even the people that were so upset that uh, Shakira and J-Lo were doing their things, none of these people, I, I bet none of them have any qualms with any of the cheerleaders on the sidelines doing anything. The flips that they do, the outfits that they wear every single game, like... Nothing said about them, so all of them can shut the fuck up. Yeah, the players doing their interviews with no shirts on. I mean, that still should be on TV, G. <laughs> you know, somebody said something about <clears throat> Janet Jackson died so that Shakira and uh, J Lo could like shake their ass or some shit like that. Like, um, I thought <laughs> that right, right. Um, you know, basically, like, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't so, recall her I, dying. That's news to me. I, uh, R. I. P. Betty White. <laughs> Jesus is the Lord. Um. So I just, I uh, I was thinking back to that man, and I want to say this, man. She ain't been the same for. Janet Jackson still been epic. Still put out good music. Still had albums. Still did her thing. Still made good record. But she ain't been the same for shorty since then. She ain't, that like what, fifteen, fourteen, or fifteen, sixteen years ago. I don't think that was the downfall of Janet. It's not that it wasn't the downfall, but I think like Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake elevated, and it was him who ripped off the thing. Justin well, Timberlake may have elevated because he apologized. She did not. Maybe that's why I he think, ripped it off. Yeah, and he I apologized. I think the difference between Justin Timberlake and Janet is that Justin Timberlake continues to grow with the times. Like Ooh. even just a couple years ago, he re- he had a single for Happy Feet or something like this, and then again for Trolls. Yeah, yeah that like, Trolls one. Yeah, he, that was yeah. Too. Justin Timberlake continues to evolve with the time. He hasn't released anything in a little bit, but I'm when was the 2020 sure. Vision album thing? Was that 2018? No, he, just, he just released the. Uh, he just released that one. Uh, Does he have a new single? Have just... Waves, uh, waves on it. The wave song was pretty decent. The actual um, city was actually not. Which one was him? Is it the one where he was too. like in the like in the woods? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did the Super Bowl for twenty seventeen, where he like attributed to Prince or whatever, mm-hmm. like did a tribute to Prince. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, but see, the the point is that JT continues to stick with the times, whereas Janet is a little removed. I don't oh. think she's really like into like, especially since like the, the decline of her. Uh, her brother's health and, and things like that. She hasn't really been on the scene. There's uh, that, before. and her fan base is the older crowd. I don't think yeah. I don't think Janet was able to capture uh, anybody from the younger generation really with mm-hmm. any of her newer stuff. Whereas Justin Timberlake is continuing mm-hmm. to what's, grasp. What's, like when I was she, a yeah, kid, she, he was an NSYNC and huge, and now everyone's still like after him. What? But what was um? What's what's the most recent album she's? She did one with Jake where she had Jake Cole in there and it was like 2015, 16. Yeah, that's that was what I'm Jermaine. Yeah. Cole. He made the beat. I think he made the beat for that song and he did a verse. He was cold. I um, think but, the song was all right. Um, But also, also I mean, I might have misspoke too because Janet Jackson is actually two decades before Justin Timberlake. Like she was <laughs> popping in the 80s and the 90s. Right. Justin Timberlake came 99, 2000 was in sync. So. It'd be like. Wondering why Thomas Braxton isn't doing better. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I might have misspoke on that. Justin, Justin Timberlake is where Janet Jackson was probably like 15, 20 years ago. Like, when Janet Jackson was on Super Bowl, 
That's where Justin Timberlake is now. Yo, but this would be the difference between um, an artist that has been, I don't want to say stuck in time, but stuck in a time versus a timeless artist. Justin Timberlake is a timeless artist because he's reached multiple generations, whereas Janet Jackson, she has timeless songs, but I don't think she's a timeless artist. Okay, first of all, T.S., you're not listening. There's a 20-year disconnect. We can't, we, can't even, we can't even compare them two yet because Justin Timberlake only been here for two generations. He's only been here for us and other, us who might have kids now. He came out when we were, when we were kids. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. been here for us and if any of us have, like, kids. who Some of us might have kids who are, like, 10 years old or whatever. So we can't even compare him to Jen because Jen Jackson was around for my dad as a kid, around for us. And I'm sure there are people that are younger than us that know Jenna Jackson songs. That's the way love, like... Oh, so does that mean that can can an artist be timeless for a certain amount of time and then their timelessness ends? Because oh, then that means that Speaking they're not timeless. Me, but, but I mean, that defeats the whole definition of timeless. Yeah, I agree. I think that makes them classic because you can go back and be like, yo, I like this song, but they're not... Timeless, yeah. yeah. So that means uh, I don't know, dude. I'm thinking Janet Jackson is classic. She's not timeless. You know, it's been around for 20 years in music. Speaking of being around for a long time, <laughs> we're gonna head to music. We're gonna start with Lil Wayne. <laughs> All right, Lil so Wayne. My, my and we can dead that he's he has he has an album called Funeral and it's whack. And which okay. he killed himself. Now, so we're gonna talk <laughs> about timeless. <laughs> We can use this we can use timeless and classic argument with this. We can transition. Yeah, to he timelessly buried himself. So, uh, <laughs> like in record time, he killed himself. Okay, so classically buried himself. Can, with we, get the, can we get the album five minutes? Just five. I promise we can move. And we'll talk about how. I it's wish probably the album was five cl- minutes long. We, we'll talk about how it's not timeless and how it's not a classic. We will do that. So we're going to talk the album. Get to it for last Friday. <laughs> last Friday, and I seem to be the only one who even thinks it's decent. I think I'm like the only person on this pot that even kind of, okay, and I'm not. I'm not saying I like. I'm not saying I even really like. I'm not gonna come. Back, listen, I'm listen, not coming back to this album like I'm going back to M's album. Let me let me tell you how much uh, I like this album. I saw him on Facebook. And I was so taking TSS. shit. I was selling TSS. I was. Um, I saw him on Facebook, and he like he put up the seven, and I'm like, oh shit, Def Jam is coming out. Oh no, it's just another Lil Wayne album. That's how much I like this album. Man. So uh, how many tracks are there? Twenty four <laughs> tracks. How many? How many songs from the twenty four tracks did you actually like? Oh, did I like? Or I, I just said that I listened to because I listened to. Um, you still didn't finish the, the album? Song. No, I listened to the whole album. Oh, okay, I listened to the whole album. I would say maybe out of the twenty four, there's like maybe five that I thought were like okay. you know pretty good. Uh, so yes, honestly, I would say like two or three yeah. out I, of twenty four tracks. So an eighth of the album. I would say. Kobe. I funny that you mentioned Kobe because I would say we're about eight. I, tracks. I tried to get you eight. I, no, I would say there are about eight tracks. Honestly, that I like, and of those eight tracks, I'm gonna tell you right now. So there was eight, eight fillers of those tracks. Of those eight <laughs> tracks that I actually thought were good tracks, I'm probably gonna gonna come back to about four. Like on the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you which ones I'm gonna come back to. I'm gonna come back to Mama Mia because he was really rapping his ass off in that. I'm gonna come back to. I do it with Big Sean and Lil Baby, which that had to be one of the best. That was my favorite. That was because Big Sean was in there. That's that had to be one of the best Lil Baby, Lil Baby joints. That those two and the one and the. You don't like Big Sean? No, I I like Big Sean, but this is a Wayne album. Right, like it shouldn't be Big Sean. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Yeah, that and then he has he has one he has one song. 
I can't remember the name of the song. He has one song with the best Migo. Takeoff. The best Migo. The best Migo. I she is the best Migo. Love you can leave now. Leave your computer and leave. Um, I love that, and I love that Bella because I love, and, I, and, I, and I love it because Takeoff had his moment to be, to be. He had his moment to be with the legend, the guy who kind of really fathered all of these new nigga styles, and he didn't say I wanted the Migos. He get, he, he he took Takeoff, who's the best rapper bar for bar in the Migos. And I oh, think that's take, the I don't sleep. Yeah, and I, I yeah. think take. Oh, I like that song too because he said he said fuck a Xanax, just give me a weed and Adderall. I've been there. So, um, I think I like that, that doesn't song. Doesn't make sense, but okay. It actually does. Weed and Adderall. Yes. You're the one that we'll always says do not have an upper and a downer. But weed is not necessarily a downer in the sense of what. It depends on. We'll, what kind we'll talk actually. about this. We'll talk about this. Well, let's oh. talk about weed as a downer. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll talk about this later. Right. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Play cool. I'm cool. So one time Russell uh, at band camp. Um, <laughs> be cool. Look, no, don't put me in band camp. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no instruments here, niggas. Right. <laughs> no sir. Uh, one blowing on no trombones. No. Uh, so. All in all, funeral. Right. Outside of the cool, outside of the cool artwork, and right. outside of you know the fact that it's good to hear that. <laughs> outside of the cool that's artwork, that's the default artwork that we used to have on um, when we were no, learning how to do your Microsoft if you if oh, not, yeah. and you that's, need to that's create the first a cool poster. Word art. That's the first font you use when you're trying to learn how to make bubble letters and shit. Yeah, exactly. That's the <laughs> word art. Fine. You know, if you flip that upside down, it's Lil Wayne, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's so clever. That's a thing, actually. Oh, yep. Nope. Didn't that's, realize that's that. Because I, I don't look at my phone upside down, so. That's about as clever as any of his lines. It. But, but, but. PH now I feel hard. like I want to download Word Art Put and start flipping shit upside Final down. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Speaking of finals, I hope this is his last home. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has the number seven coming. Yeah, I heard. And it's not Def Jam. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> So, you were going on about how whack this Wayne album is. Yeah, I think the best part was that um, it ended th- on track eight. There was a twenty-four second um, silence. No, I don't like it for the tribute for Kobe. I liked it because it was silence. <sighs> well, <laughs> you know what's funny? I was so listening to funeral. I was like, okay, this is kind of hard to listen to. You know what makes this? We made it. <laughs> this album oh, <laughs> makes. Doja Cat's Pink album mm-hmm. a lot more enjoyable. Didn't I tell you that? <laughs> first like, of all, just like a little... first of fucking all, <laughs> let's like, not do that because that I, album was. I went back and listened to Hot Pink. Like, damn, this really isn't all that bad. I like it because it doesn't have a little Wayne on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wayne is a dope artist, but that was yeah. a complete trash album. He could have kept that shit. I'm more stuck on the fact of this hot pink hate. I didn't know you hated hot pink. I knew bad. we talked about it. And you didn't Amala. Know. It was bad. Amala it was, was not. That album was not fucking bad. There's not one song Amala. in there that she talked about her cookie jar. So, no, trash. <laughs> Actually, there's a couple. But I, I feel it. Um, no, like little cookie Not a, not a euphemism or anything. Um, so, this Wayne album <laughs> is... This is damn it's near cool. just a little mixtape. It's a mixtape, which is which is what which, which is what most of Wayne's work is at this point. Is no Carter Five was an album, was it though? Because yes. Carter Five, this Carter felt 5 like was Carter, a well composed. This, this felt like Carter Five one one point five. Like no, it felt like no, this, this was not an improvement on Carter Five. No, like, like these the, were the trash like, tracks that didn't make, make it to Carter, Carter Five. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like like the 
the deluxe version of Carter Five, or like you had all the other stuff, the the extra shit that we didn't see, the twenty four. Yeah, oh, these are the Carter Five throwaways. I get yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes I, complete okay. that, sense. That makes a lot, you know. So yeah, if we're gonna call it that, that's fine. We're not gonna call it Carter Five One Point. This is not an improvement. Uh, point five. Carter Carter Five Point Five. Shit. Um, like less than negative point five. Whatever. The point is, this is not. <laughs> What has four letters? <laughs> Dick. Uh, <laughs> has four letters. <laughs> I hate everybody. So, but what, what I want to say about... Has eight letters? Uh, hate the spellings. <laughs> this album is not Thomas or Classic. And you know how we know? Because we Doesn't now... Everybody have nine letters? Have a... Get the fuck out! What's your favorite? We now have a. Yeah, t- what's your favorite track? On this? Yeah. If you had to pick one, I do it. I do it. The Big Sean one. Yeah, the Big Sean one. That's the one. That's the that's the one track that I'll probably p- come back to, to all year. Everything else is gonna fade. Mama Mia will be heard again, and the track with um. Take off. I don't need or don't need sleep or. Yeah. That. Um. That one will I will come back to those because I want to hear those verses, but I won't play a song. I play, I do it, and I ride. I don't sleep. The, right. So I don't sleep, and um, the other joint, uh, Mamma Mia, we'll co- I'll come back to those, and I'll listen to those again. I won't really be listening to anything else again. So. Yeah. um, This album is not timeless or classic. Nope. And how do we know that, though? Because it's Because trash. we've been actually, on the back end <laughs> of this Wayne album, had a long conversation about this about a week ago. About a week ago. Yeah. Shout out Bobby Schmerz, who's coming home this year. Um, <laughs> to snitch on more people, he never snitched, which is why he's been locked up for seven years. He he had a whole song that snitched on his whole crew. Oh yeah, that yeah. Well, right. um, so <laughs> that's why he got locked up. Thomas and Classic. Me and me and TS were having a debate about this. We were listening to some old shit. I'm talking about the Earth, Wind, and Fires and things of that nature and shit from the '90s. And we want to talk about what is what makes something timeless and what makes something classic. So, I think we've jumped up this. Do we have a uh, an agreement on the definition of both terms? Well, let me say, let me let me let me say this, and then y'all can agree. Okay. I think T.S. might agree, and I think based on what Russell just said about this album and Janet Jackson, he might agree. So I want to put this out there. Timeless and classic. Timeless. Okay, let's start with classic. Classic is something that is game changing. And has altered something. Something that is classic, you can go you can go back to. It will more than more than likely not always, but more than likely still be good, but but there are classic things that might not be hold up in today's today's standards. You might not you might not hear them. They apply to a a certain generation and for the most part they apply to that generation, but there may be some people who appreciate it. Right. Like Janet Jackson. But timeless surpasses all generations. Right. Timeless, no. you will hear three plus you will hear three plus generations over. You will hear if it's timeless, you might still hear something. Okay, so like think about think about this. I... The the song Quiet Storm. That that dun, 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 that might be a timeless piece of music. Because it will still be heard on the radio today. It's been out since the 70s, I'm pretty sure. Even more recent, uh, Hot in Her. 
Hot in here. Yep. By Nelly. 20 years ago. That shit, I would say, is a timeless joint. Yep. It was. It's still being played on the radio. Yep. It was um on in Scary Movie 2 in the intro skit. They were playing on the piano or whatever. Yeah, and which then, is like the same two years it came out. Though. Yeah, but that thing is going is going to be a timeless track. Is so already a timeless my, track, I'd say. But here's my argument. Well, I was going to use a different example, but we can use that one. We grew up with that. So we think, like, it's timeless. Like, it's great. We clap, But do kids today think, like, do they hear that and do they like it? Or are they like, well, this sounds old. Like, I don't like it. Well, let's, let's, let's uh, step outside of rap and hip-hop okay. real quick. And the song... Well, wait, you, before you, before let's you, before answer you the question. I would that. say yes, because... My dad, my aunts, um, they love Nelly. But I'm talking about younger, not older. Do kids today younger like kids, that song? Or do they think that it sounds old and bad because it's not what today's music sounds like? Or it's not. I, I guess we'd have to wait, ask interview. a younger child. And Do you know this song? Wait, wait, wait. So I don't know if they know. So I was watching about, about a year weird. ago. About a year ago. <laughs> about a year ago, there was, a, there was something on the internet. There was something on the, maybe Get like, it might have been 2018. <laughs> But there were these sixteen-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds, <laughs> who were listening. Fifteen, sixteen-year-olds who were listening to music that came out in like the early two thousands, which you gotta understand was literally in two thousand eighteen, two thousand seventeen is before they were born. They were listening to Hiding Here. They were listening to um, Missy Elliott shit from the late nineties and shit. Oh, you talking about the little YouTube joints? Yeah, the yeah, Facebook yeah. Joints oh, and, no, they, and I'm pretty yeah. sure, and I don't know if it was that Nelly song, but I'm pretty sure they played a Nelly song. And those kids were like singing and rapping to it and shit. They're like, "Oh, I know this song. My 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 dad and shit play this and shit." Like, kids ne- will generally listen to whatever is on the radio, right? And hot and hot in here is gonna be one of those songs that's gonna come. It's still in radio play. So let me let me let me ask this then before mm-hmm. I go outside of the genre. Um, does it make it timeless if they were introduced to it as a young child and now still listen to it, or does it make it a classic? I like when you do that. To well, <laughs> I oh, um, damn. Because because I think they can blend. I think classics can be timeless, and timeless can be classic. You can't. Yeah. I don't think you can be timeless without being ca- classic. Okay. But you can be classic without being timeless, though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because then the other thing I'm gonna say is that doesn't make it even Wait more timeless. Wait a minute, though. If they've not been introduced to it as a child and they discover it later and be like, yo, this is hot. I, I think, think it would make it more timeless because if you can pick that up, you can pick that up at age 20 and your parents might have listened to it or fucked with it, but they didn't, you didn't listen to it or hear them playing it when you were a kid. I think it might make it even more timeless if you can get with it and still want to bump it continuously right now. I think a timeless track is one that is not one being uh, rediscovered. So, for instance, if I were to grab one of my dad's old um, Earth, Wind, and Fire albums, right, and I just played a random track off of it, and I vibe with that track, and he'd be like, yo, son, where'd you find that? That would be an example of maybe a classic. Damn, son, where'd you find this? No, <laughs> 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 on what? But I'm saying, though, that, yeah. that would be an example of something being a, a classic track, right? As opposed to something like but, but it, um, it can be timeless too because you're you're at an age where you get to define your own set of music as far as a classic. So it still makes it a classic, but I think it also makes it timeless because you're like, yo, I can still fucking vibe with this. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't I, think I don't think discovery time makes something timeless necessarily. 
it's that at that time of discovery, it's like, yo, this is still hot. Yeah. Hmm. Be, and here's the thing. Here's the thing about these. I feel it's, it's something. I don't know if I agree with if everything that's Thomas has to be a classic because I don't know if Hot in Here is a classic record. Like I don't. How know. How can it not be a classic? What is it altered though? Why does it have to alter anything? That's what I mean. Based that's, on definition, that's what I think makes something classic is that it it. T- no, you used another term instead um, a while ago. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to blank. Um, like an artist that changes the game. Yeah. What What's that word you said? An artist that changes the game. Okay, so my girl <laughs> by Temptations. Uh-huh. Timeless. Timeless for sure. Timeless. But also, not. But not classic. Also a classic because I think. It what changed, did it change? I think it changes the trajectory my of mood. <laughs> of like what Motown was doing. I think it was. I think that type of ballad. I wasn't around then, but there were plenty of ballads then. True, true. Make this I'm trying to think that had so an impact. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't live that in, had I didn't, an impact on um, music at that time to to kind of change how music um, took form. Like Michael Jackson and Prince both have classics that changed how people pursuing their same genre did their music. Especially Michael, because there's so many different versions and samples of his songs. There's metal, heavy metal bands doing his songs. Alien Ant Farm when they did Alien Ant Farm. There's a, a German metal band called Anne is Okay, and they have a Beat It on there. Which is funny because Anne is Okay, and are you right. okay? Right, right. Yeah, I know that's how I remember their name too. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, and but like, uh, isn't there some like? Hip hop samples or stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and human it, nature sampled by uh, Nas and SWV. Yeah. Kanye West sampled um, Pretty <laughs> Young Thing. Pyt. He, he sampled. Yeah. Um, he sampled also, uh, also, you know these skits and, and things from like Instagram and on Facebook. They often imitate him to see what he would sound like now. Yeah, uh, I think true. that kind of definition of someone who's hey, there's a Michael wrestler Jackson, that's you know. imitating uh, Michael Jackson yeah. or whatnot. There's, yeah. a, there's a rapper, a uh, 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 YouTube internet sensation um, named Is Michael Trapson. Yeah, Michael Trapson. Because he's because he's Undertaker, dead. Michael Jackson's dead. Undertaker. No, it's Kobe Bryant. Um, I the funeral by Lil Wayne. All connecting. <laughs> Illuminati. In a circle of death, I guess. Uh, all right, exactly. <laughs> Hate to live. Um, and the segment. Hate the- to live. <laughs> You're gonna die. <laughs> I find a napkin. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I, I I think like I think like things that alter how music sounds. Like like I when we talk about classics and thing things going down as classics. Stevie Wonder. Little Wayne, okay, fuck funeral. Funeral is gonna be yeah, whatever. Little Wayne has many, many classic rap records, songs, moments in rap, and things that he's done, things that he's done that altered the game. Kanye West will probably have the most. Kanye West, Kanye West, and Dr. J will have the most classics. I don't know about Dr. J might have more time. I don't know if Kanye West or Dr. J will have more timeless records, but classics. Dr. Dre and Kanye West will have the most classics because things that they've done. Doc, again, LA, LA had no rap sound defined before Dr. Dre's production in NWA, and then with the Chronic, 
And so, then when he did with Doggy Style and Death Row. Yeah, so Dre will be a classic artist. Classic artist. And then Dre Holy. might even be timeless because you're going to see you gonna, all that shit that he did in the early 90s. He might one, be one, two, three, and two. Don't, bro, don't, don't, Snoop, don't Doggy, act Doggy, like Doggy, that's Doggy, not. Is that, the dope. that niggas will no, still I play I think that his record. songs, some of his songs will be timeless, but oh. he as an artist will not be timeless. But as a in producer. Order to be, no, and I think in order to be a timeless artist, you have to continue to keep up with the times. So is LL Cool J timeless? He might be classic. No, he's a classic. LL Cool J. Uh, LL, LL Cool J kept up with movies. LL Cool J. Yeah. In terms of music, though, yeah. is one of the only rappers to be able to adjust. Y'all gotta understand. Wait, Will think Smith. about think about when he did Headsprung. So like, that was I feel like his after his first album. I know he still. Do, I feel like Will Smith. eighty-five to ninety-two was like hot for him, and then there was didn't he have an album in 05? Here come the man in black. Timeless song, not timeless artist. No, Will is a timeless artist. He come out with shit like all the time. I agree. Will, <laughs> I'm sorry, I was thinking about LL. Is wait, is, <laughs> yeah, is Will a timeless you got Will, classics? Will Smith? When the last time he came out with some music, bro? Like two years ago? And was it good? I want to did say did he keep up with it? He didn't come out. He was just like freestyling in the studio or something, right? Was that what? It, or you think that's uh, yeah. something else? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he did just freestyle. But I mean, it was something that like you know, I could listen to this if he exactly. Put something out, I yeah, could I think to this. quote unquote will, freestyle. If we will don't know were to drop something to, right like, now, impress people on social media. I don't think it'd be um, a uh, a surprise if Will Smith were to drop something now because he's a timeless artist. Now, if LL decided to drop a single now, it'd be like. Nigga, where did you come from? Okay, First all right, all, I feel it. L just resigned to Def Jam. He's definitely working on music right really? now. Really? Wow. See, see, see that expression. Produced, but wait, that expression says that he's not timeless. He's a classic artist. Are you serious? Because I feel like LL and LL and and Will Smith are in the exact same boat. And if we're talking about changing music, <sighs> I feel like a little LL, faster than the other. <laughs> LL, in terms of his musical impact, is way above Will Smith. Ooh. Wait, and I'm not. And I'm not saying by like little bits. I'm talking about. Oh, we talking yeah. about oh, yeah. if we're looking at track record and yeah. what they did for rap. Yeah. LL Cool J's up here somewhere. Will Smith was good. Very. He did a lot. But music. I'm no, not talking about. Yeah. I'm not talking about movie Acting career. Or anything I'm talking about like that. Just music. What they only. did for the culture of rap. LL. LL Cool J is way up he, here. He LL Cool J fathered. A lot of shit that we I know in, that in terms of solo art. There's no Nelly without LL Cool that I need love. Like his shit really changed. LL's super rap. underrated, and I know there's a lot of kids so that they need to like study their music history. But he, LL straight up classic, and he also would murder you on your own track while shit talking shit to you, and you didn't even know about it. He even beef with uh, Kumo D, who was one of the coldest rappers at the t- one of the first rappers, one of the coldest rappers at the time. Like. I get, I get Will Smith mm. being, being... So a- I wonder... So we're bringing into uh, this conversation popularity. No, because no, LL's not Will- popular today, but he's Exactly. Still, so that's why he's a classic, not timeless. Exactly. No, I don't think Will... I'm talking about... I don't think Will Smith is timeless in terms of... Will Smith is popular, so he's easier for somebody to say that he's timeless and classic because he's his, popular. And that's more with but his music career, because with you, his music today, he's not... 
popular. Like he has a lot of different categories that helps him become popular, not just one thing. Okay, yeah, so the last comedy, thing that I see here from Will acting. Smith is uh, 2019. Don't be afraid to be different on Logic. Logic. Oh, he did do a song with Logic. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. that. Yeah. What about before that. that? Before that, Icon remix with uh, Jaden. Oh, see, that's his son, and that he's trying to get him on, so that doesn't mm-hmm. count. And then, of course, the Aladdin songs. Yeah, this. I feel like this is all like, it doesn't count. Like, what did he do himself? Like the most, most recent, right? without like the most recent to... was just the, the the studios on when he was like uh, yeah. coming at coming at cats talking about him and Jada. I, I think somebody like big Willie 2018, style. 2018. Yeah. I think LL is um more akin to a Drake. And that Dr. Dre is now more behind the scenes, on the boards. He's fathered a lot of uh, styles. He's been a great mentor, coach, or whatever. He's been a great figure in hip-hop, period. He's a classic artist. Timeless and classic, yes. Important, very popular. Uh, I think Dre is a hell of a lot more popular than Cool J, though. If we're comparing those two artists. But, I mean... Popular, yeah, on... but better at. Not e- I don't think. See, I don't think we really. I think popularity is correct. I'm not, that's not even saying like better or worse or in what subject. It's just popularity. Yeah, people will even... mention Dre before they mention or remember Cool J. I don't think we maybe. Nah, no, because. What we're not gonna do. When we, I'm telling you, when we talk about, and maybe, maybe, maybe this is just the, maybe this is just the rap. Thanks, Mickey Mouse. Maybe this is just the. Oh, oh boy. Maybe this is the rap, the, the like the rap guy coming out of me. But I don't. They damn near. The only thing that makes Dre maybe a little bit more popular than LL is that this this where you might be right. Dre's had a hand in a lot of other careers. Thus, right. thus, thus, bringing him like every time he drops an Eminem or a Snoop or a Fifty Cent, when you think you've seen the last of Dre, he's there, kind of like, hey, this is or my artist, Kendrick or anybody Kendrick. from Aftermath. He's like, he's like, they're there, and he's like in the background, like, it's my artist, and then pushes them in the in the forefront, and then he exactly. goes back to what he's doing. So exactly. maybe he's more, maybe he's been able to keep up with the time because he's, he's a, a background person because he's he be, he kind of transitioned right to more that, of a right. um, a business person. Well, I don't know about I don't know about, M- I don't know about you know, well, Drev definitely, but um, LL is supposedly in the studio with Q-Tip, so yeah, Q-Tip. That's what I was gonna say. Hey, Q-Tip's still doing stuff. Yeah, Q-tip's yeah. Wow. See that expression right there? Classic. Q-Tip's a classic. Yeah, artist, we're mentioning yeah, classic yeah. artists, not right timeless. Because I didn't. So you, but 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 but, but I'm, I'm. I think popularity never... plays a part in something being timeless. Um, these artists and songs can be timeless because of popularity, because of radio spins, because of the inclusions that, because of how movies include the, the music, um, music, songs, artists become timeless because of popularity and how long they can be portrayed in front of people. But I don't, I don't agree with that. I definitely don't agree with that. If it wasn't popular, it wouldn't be timeless. It, be, it might be classic. Not necessarily. I think it's popular. If it's classic, it becomes popular. I think timeless supersedes all that. Hmm. I feel like both are kind of true. I feel like we're all stumped. Well, I'm trying to think now, too, in a related... I don't know. Um. Okay, so Bad Boys 3 just came out. <laughs> 
<laughs> if that was the Good first movie. one. Okay, there's a movie in 2020. Or what, did it come out in December? 18. Or 19. Okay, so 19, you know. but Mm-mm. And you see a, a 50 it came, out, it came out in January. Okay. So, 2020. And you get a 50-year-old Will Smith oh. and a, a, a Martin Lawrence that got stunned by bees because his face is all swollen. Uh, <laughs> um, do you think people, like kids or stuff, would want to see them be undercover cops? I didn't. You don't if it was the first one. We saw the first two, and those are classics, and it kind of led up to this one. So you're like, yeah, I'm going to see it because it's... Because we were already fans. Right. Yeah. That kind of relates to what I feel like with these but I think timeless and classic. Also, as far as that, they were popular at that first one. So it's like, oh, yeah, I want to see them in this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, who would we want to see as Undercover Cops today? Well, the thing... I, did you see Bad Boys 3? No, I haven't. They kind of left it off. It, to me, it seemed like they're going to make a fourth oh, one. And it seemed like they're weaning out... And it seemed like they're weaning out... Or getting rid of Martin Lawrence. And they're uh, bringing in a different character. That's some bullshit, dude. I hate... I hope that they don't do that, uh, but... But I could, I could see it being a thing, though. But um, if, if you don't They could leave take a the, note from Frozen. Let it go. If you don't leave... It's Michael but, Bay. But if you don't leave... Because of how classic the movies are... If you don't leave it with a good sense of closure, right. that's gonna leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Oh, Crank, well, fuck them. The movie Crank with Jason Statham, love it. Was cold. Toy Story they three. They should not have made a second one. Toy Story one. three. Toy Story four. Boondock yeah, Saints. They should have stopped at Toy Story three. Boy, Boondock Saints. They should have made a only one. That's it. There's a second Boondock. Yeah, Saints? it's terrible. Yeah, so bad. There's a second Boondock Saints. Awful. I hate that this. Well, I I hate that this generation keeps reaching back to old shit yeah. and making a new, shit. like they're, they're talking about um. Uh, Jim Carrey doing a mask too, and Jim Carrey's like, There's "Oh yeah, I'll definitely do it." Uh, if uh, the same producer helps out and blah blah blah, uh-huh. stop reaching back to the old. Day. Can That's can we years. not? You yeah. made this movie already. If you wanted to new? see mask, watch the mask. Okay. Yeah, I, agree. I don't want to see fifty fifty something year old Jim Carrey do what he was doing to Stanley Ipkiss in the nineties, bro, in his twenties. Like, stop, bro. I'm stop also really doing that. surprised and impressed. You remember? They they, they gotta do another one for the mask because Son of the Mask was so terrible. That was. They put they but that's what I'm saying. Crank two they shouldn't have made. Son of the Mask they shouldn't wait have minute, made. Wait, 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 wait. There's a movie where the baby Son has the mask. finds a mask. Yeah. Or and then it comes on. Yep, nope, terrible. And this is this is Stanley Ipkiss. Terrible. Son. Was yeah. Jim Carrey in it? I don't no. even remember. That's it was someone who was. looked. It was a C or D actor that l- tried to look like Jim Carrey. Oh, wait, yeah, same character. Yeah, yeah. Sense. yeah. That, that's how terrible it was. I couldn't even remember if Jim Carrey was in it or not. He was it not, was but they. Awful. <laughs> he they was like, in the family photo. He looks close enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. The the other thing about that is Stephen they Kiss. announced <laughs> that they're going to do a Scott Pilgrim vs. the World Part Two, and I think that will be dope. I've the premise for it. it. You but gotta see the first one. First one. See, awesome. I also never seen the first one, but that didn't came out come out too long ago, did it? it was Ten years ago. Yeah. So, as compared to like what we're talking about. Yeah. Like it's in the same same vein, same right. range, generation wise, um, and what. But they want to do it as like they're older now, so like you can see the progression as far as how life goes on. Okay. Oh, I that, think that's dope. And I think that's what made Bad Boys Three at, at the vi- Bad Boys Three was actually really good, and so, I think that that's what made mm-hmm. it good is because. They played on the fact that everybody's that older, they, they, right? Yeah. It, it it was good. It was also kind of corny and cheesy and predictable, but it was still good. I liked it. You probably liked it I because it, you were a Bad Boys fan. I don't know. Who's, I don't know if I agree. It was corny and predictable. Uh, I haven't we'll seen talk, we'll it yet, about, but it's, I don't want to spoil it for you. We'll talk, we'll talk about this. I haven't seen we'll it yet, but it sounds like uh, this Bad Boys Three was 
akin to a, the Toy Story four, where was it was it needed? It was definitely they, geared towards adults and it. not kids at all. Right, they could have kept it in the tank. You know what's, what's no, funny? All of that's Pixar every that's every sequel. That's every sequel. <laughs> towards, towards adults, not children. Oh, I thought you were saying. No, I'm saying. I you're talking the about mess- movies that they could have kept in the tank, like, bro. <laughs> You I'm fired. Not the same. <laughs> more so the message wise. as much. No. <laughs> they could have kept. We about to fight right now. I'm fired. You fired first. NBC is happening right now. <laughs> Over Toy Story. Damn. Makes if sense. I'm fired, you fired first. <laughs> you can't fire me if I fired you. If you're too fired, then I fire myself. Sure I can. Wait. See this reverse card. See this reverse card. Draw <laughs> four, bitch. If everybody fires themselves, does that leave me with the company? Because I'll just sell it. I'm the you're fired first. I'm the company. No, you can't. You, you just fired yourself. Right, exactly. Do you not see this reverse card? Do you not see this reverse card? Well, he did create... It's just you and Dennis now. You and Dennis doing the pod. <laughs> welcome to ABC. Welcome to... It's just me. With, uh, it's just he me. calls Dennis and gets voicemail every week. Well, maybe we'll get him next week. Find out. <laughs> I call y'all numbers. Y'all I don't know what... so It's disconnected and shit. That's crazy. Final thoughts, McCoy. Timeless versus classic. I still think that... That Lil Wayne shouldn't have made that. <laughs> Potentially, I still think that timeless. <laughs> I still think that timeless spans generations. I do think it can be found. It doesn't have to be something you're raised on, but you more than likely ninety percent of the time won't find it because it'll be something that you continuously hear because it's timeless. Classics you might have to find. I do agree with that. classics you might have to find because somebody might pull out you didn't know about. Like you might like Kanye West, but guess what? Q Tip was doing boom in nineteen ninety. Listening to Kanye West from the future. Right. Yes. So you might pull out. So you might pull out something and be like, you you might like this, but guess what made him do this? Boom! This record made him do this, thus making it a classic record. But the song that Kanye West did, which was inspired, his style might have been inspired by this classic record. This timeless song is something that he did that we all connect to because he took in this and he did this from this classic record and he put in his bit of art and. Found the world and boom and made this. So, just to fuck with you, college dropout, timeless or classic? Soldier Boy. Yeah, well, college dropout and uh, Soldier Boy. I know I said. So, first, college dropout. College dropout, timeless and classic. Definitely. I cannot argue. Definitely, definitely, (laughs) definitely that. that But is it because we're saying that? Is this bias or no? No. No, it's not. No, that's bad. It's our pop. We're going to say our opinion. Late registration? Oh, Thomas and Classic. Both. Thomas, Thomas and, classic. and Classic. That's what I'm saying. Y'all better have shit. We yeah, made it. That's the one. <laughs> you're hired again. Yeah, you're hired. You yeah. brought back on. We bring it back on the team. We yeah. also broke. Yeah. Broke. Broke. Five, Five broke. broke. We, we ain't got, got it. Broke. We broke. ain't got you. <laughs> ain't got no money. <laughs> ain't got, got no club. Ain't got no club. We ain't got you. Get, we get no ho. Broke. <laughs> Butch and All right. How many shoes? Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Classic or Timeless? He's definitely not... <laughs> definitely not this is recorded <laughs> this is going down in the annals of history annals yeah is that short for annals no oh. <laughs> annals beads he don't got no job can't get no <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm gonna hate to, i hate to say this he don't got no i'm gonna stick to my fact that he don't got no classic right i don't think that anything he did as a rapper Change rap. I don't Superman? think as a as a business as a businessman maybe, but you. the sound, but the, that is none of that shit. He made the steel drum popular. Boy. 
That's not classic. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> get the fuck! Get out! Go! Play your traffic. No, I. Which is funny because you can actually say that he did, no, but that's some bullshit. No, he did. Did we not have reggae in Jamaican before we stop this? Soldier fire time. No, not hip hop. I will. I will say this. I will say this. Right, will you say hear this. Jamaican music and expect to hear Soldier Boy? <laughs> I oh, pirates! Yes, I tell them. <laughs> Deal all right. <laughs> that hole. Deal all right. Bob Marley tell you. Why did you you have a Jamaican? All right, listen, bro. We're not gonna do this. Soldier Boy is not a classic artist by any means. I want the okay, jamming with thing, that hole. That being said, the jamming with you. I quit. I quit the pie. Soldier Boy is not a classic artist. But he has classic songs. No. But, but, Damn, he but, has classic songs. But, so he has timeless songs. I don't, listen, I don't, I did it! Stick to your truth. Find it. Uh, the truth is this. I'm sticking to what I said two months, three months ago, or whatever. whatever what many he's not a classic. He doesn't have any classics. He doesn't have anything. What he did as a musician did not change rap. What he did as a businessman or what he did with the internet, important for rap. What he did musically did not alter music, period. But because that, of what he did for a business, did alter how we discover artists. So he altered music. No, I'm talking. No, nah, I don't care about that's all that the shit. business talk, way. No, was. Nah, he, he the business, business side of music. He altered business. I'm talking about the sound. Of, he didn't drop something. Somebody's like, I need the sound. I'm gonna take this and expand on the sound. Not even Drake. Drake. Now, now, now. There are still some Soldier Boy songs I've heard. Even though I didn't like it at the time, I heard "Kiss Me Through the Phone." Oh, the, I forgot. And I've that. heard it, and I heard it within the, like the last few years on the radio. Someone made a "Kiss Kiss Me Through the Facts," <laughs> and it <laughs> still kidding. sounds it's stupid. Hey, I know that you like, but yeah, wait, what wait, about wait, she got a dunk? She got a dunk. You gonna hear that, bro? It didn't. It didn't. Did it alter music? Hell no, nah. because we were making booty shaking music before that. We were making. Bass heavy booty shaking music, but, but it's a timeless song. It's a timeless song because you 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 play that today, bitches getting up and twerking. You, I'm in the car and I hear that on the radio. That, yep, 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 yep. Like I'm gonna turn up in the car. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna turn up to that steel drum? <laughs> ding ding! <laughs> turn this shit off. <laughs> you know how turned up you were going, sir. <laughs> Can I get you to step out the car? Tell you what, not classic. Officer Mark told him. Right. So, so classic. I'm still sending that. Soldier Boy did not change the game with this music. But he got what he got. What he got. But he didn't. Nobody got a punch, then crack back through the sound of music didn't change from Soldier Boy. But he got some shit that he dropped that is like Was he Was he the first one to like Like was he the first one to kinda Was he the first one to like really like push people to learn this stupid dance to incorporate it with this song though? Nope. 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 
was not. Cody was getting on. Snap your finger. There's a lot of shit that was going on way before. We've been making dances and rap since the 80s. There have been dances and rap since the 80s. I was rapper turned singer. You're still not going to give the Soldier Boy. You're still not going to give Soldier Boy a classic title, but you will say that he's timeless. He got some timeless records. He has some timeless records. Yes. I will not give him. He's not. He's not a classic or or a legendary artist, but he got he he found his niche and he did some classic shit a couple times. And I won't and I won't front on him for that. He did some good business shit. He did some classic, some good business shit, and some timeless record creations. Will not give him the C word. But I will not give him classic because classic artists alter music. But he's a classic businessman. He can be. He can be. He's a class. He's he's not going to give him the classic artist. We we talk. We talking about the art of music and Lupe Fiasco. I'm gonna say this before we leave the segment. Lupe Fiasco. Final words. he tweeted this about a week ago, a week and a half ago. And we were talking, he was talking about art and craft. And he was like, Glitter. He was like, he basically said that people say art to cheat. People say art so that way they don't have to learn the craft. There is a, there is a science behind pretty much everything you do. Mm-hmm. Even if you haven't realized or developed the science, there's a reason why something looks good when you put it on paper like this or when you it sounds dope when you say it in this manner or when you write it like this and people don't respect the crap not that they don't respect the crap but they, they I think we're going to have to re we're going to have to revisit this uh next, uh, next week because okay. there's probably some accidental classics that altered the game because this was just some shit that they vibed with but it, right, there was no science behind it right this was just the right their time. shit yeah, kind of like. But um, I think there is a science behind it, but they didn't know. They didn't know it. exactly. That's why it's an X. And I, it sounds like but what Lupe was saying was they it, hide behind the art name because right. art actually has science and craft behind it. You learn how to do certain brushstrokes. You learn how to to incorporate certain things in music. Yeah, but you also learn at the same those, time they duct taped a banana to a wall and that sold for. Like but there is a, there is a theory behind that that, that humanity even, is stupid even, is the people, theory that people <laughs> don't are, know. Even in him duct taping that, no, he there was a, a a moment where he had to think that people will find this to be artistic because like there's because they even voted for Trump so they'll do anything. There's a connection. There's a connection to what he to theories to um, the sciences and to the practice to the practice behind everything. Yep. Um, that's that's what that's what makes art learnable. So it's even if playing he, upon the audience. It was probably some art. It was a, probably an artistic moment where he wanted to say. You motherfuckers are stupid, enough, are stupid to... enough to. It was probably some some psychology and some some of that shit going on in his creating of this piece of art. Like size because it was style. what he was thinking. What he was thinking was somebody's gonna buy this, and I'm gonna have somebody come off and tear the shit down and eat the fucking banana because it's that stupid that you would put this much value in my creation. Banksy, it's some shit going on. Banksy, as a uh, as an example, when uh, his uh, uh, his uh, artwork was sold. He had his self-destruct, and he had to figure out how to stop it from self-destructing. That was cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to continue on with awesome connections and psychology, let's move on to reciprocity. <laughs> All right. Um, so I got previously we, we had a, a moment for, for Kobe and the uh, others. The other passengers on the the, 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 the uh, helicopter, helicopter ride that um, passed, and previously before that we were talking about atmospheric pressure. Um, so I thought we'd revisit that again. Um, 
in the interest of we're gonna mention BTUs. <laughs> oh, I know what that is, McCoy. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, sure. It's like uh, atmospheric pressure shit. Got it. <laughs> the measurement of atmospheric pressure. Yeah, that's what um, I But <laughs> I want to talk about those things that are inside us that help us govern our territory. Because um, one of the things that was really heavy on my mind this week was how can you um, effectively establish a great presence in your territory if you don't even know how to rule over yourself. Um, so one of the things that I know I personally have a problem with, and Cortana always tells me this, um, learn to say no. It seems like a simple concept that we don't readily um, employ. It, it's it's always Ooh. like, had you learned to say no before we started this pod, you would probably wouldn't have been in this pod. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, because <laughs> we had a, a, a good energy just starting this and having fun and just being, being kind cool. TS kind of forced everybody into actually doing the pod. <laughs> I remember this very vividly. It was August no, of he... twenty. It was August of twenty eighteen, and he said. Basically, I thought you said put your money where your mouth is. Par- paraphrasing. That's pretty much what I said. That's yeah. not what he said. Not, <laughs> that, that, wasn't, that wasn't what he said. It was me no, that was a good paraphrase. Like, no, no, don't paraphrase to make him seem cooler. What he did, what he said was, I'm see, basically, and this is closer to the paraphrase. Because I'm you have to translate of, it. I'm sick. He said, I'm sick. No, it's just right here. He said, I'm sick of typing this and us just talking about it. Let's fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Put your money where we're, your mouth is. We're going to. He didn't say that. That's a cool term. You know. You just term. said you're par- paraphrasing he said, it. He he basically said he gave us a date and a place and said we're he said we're meeting at next McDonald's week here. for some chicky nuggies. Yeah, it, <laughs> 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 That's what he said. Okay, continue, Russell. All right, internal biometrics. <laughs> internal biometrics. Um, so, learning to say no. There, there are some key things that a lot of people don't say that they should say when people are like, yo, we should do this, or can you do this for me, or can I get some help with this? And uh, some of those things are I don't have the social energy in reserve to be able to produce this, 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 uh, this task. I don't have the mental and emotional strength right now. You know, just give me some time to, to work on myself. But we feel like we don't have the freedom to say that sometimes. And we also don't allow ourselves Agreed. to have the freedom. There's a lot of times that I'm, 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 I wrote one of my goal, like current goals right now um, is to give myself more me time. And in that aspect, it's like I could be scrolling through my phone for like two hours. It's pointless and nothing does nothing beneficial for me. So I'll just throw my phone on the bed and I could, I'll read, I'll play guitar, I'll. You know, do something more productive or beneficial for my brain. That because you know, yeah. social media especially is gonna like make you in a poorer mood in the long run too. I feel Definitely. like sometimes I would force myself to do good because that's just what I'm supposed to do. Honestly, because uh, there have been times within this last year that I felt mentally drained from grieving my mom's, and just recently my uncle passed, and coming out to a uh, a public function or a party or something like that would seem like way too much energy to put forth. Or if somebody hit me and they had uh, a question about life and they needed some kind of mentorship, sometimes I feel like, all right, T.S., you got to suck this shit up because now 
you have to be strong for that person and what you have to share may help that person get through and you know you help push them forward and then you can come back to yourself one thing that I, I, I do as far as um, in this in this process of learning myself and learning um, my energy levels and my mental my mental strength and, and things of that nature is when there's an event coming up even if I was looking forward to it if I'm just not feeling it to you know reach out to that person for one thing that's that's a hard thing to do to reach out to that person after you've accepted it mm-hmm. and be like yo I can't make it um, for certain reasons da 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 da. And, oh, well, I hate canceling on and I mean, and just being honest with them because one, you know, you want to be um, that pillar of integrity that they may not see in anyone else. Um, two, you want to make sure that energy and that vibe and that chi or whatever you want to call it on yourself is clean. Um, flaking people is such a dirty thing, in my opinion. Um, and of course, that's my opinion. You know, but well, I feel like it's just terrible energy. It's like that's a form of a white lie in, in a sense, um, and it's got guilt that settles in yeah then i think you do it to yourself a biblical reference that i think about is moses yes moses he (laughs) wants to make sure i had the right name uh and the right character he um he didn't think that he had the leadership to do anything and he didn't have he couldn't speak as well as his brother aaron Mm -hmm. so he was really down on himself not that he was depressed or anything like this, but he just felt that he was not the right character to move forward in God's plan. And God saw something in him that was like, no, I can still use you. Mm-hmm. Please move forward. And I feel that there are times in my life that I feel like right now I'm too weak. I can't do this. And God's like, no, you got to move forward. You have to you have to at least deliver this message for me. Then you can go back in your corner. But right now, I need you to perform. And I think the issue that I have is uh, a lot of the times I feel like people expect TS. And there's a there's a personality associated with TS. Mm. When you have TS around, you're going to get this kind of vibe and blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah. And yeah. if I'm around, I always have to be that TS. And I feel like when people hit me, I have to provide this TS. I can't not perform that personality. Goes, you know what I mean? This kind of goes back yeah, to sure. what Russell said what early on, like episode 18 or something, where sometimes Superman has to be Clark Kent. Yeah. yeah. But he's also Superman. But people but don't, don't know, know he's that. Superman. They don't know that. Because he has wait. his glasses on. That's He's just but another guy. But we would know the TS is not just fuck I just work at the Daily Planet I don't know yeah I I love my name Reginald is a strong name I'm sorry I'll think think about myself sorry Um, so so people so people know TS but we also know that Reginald is also TS we don't know that Clark Kent is Superman you know but the thing is um, when you and 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 to me it always comes down to um, saying what you mean meaning what you say and those starting in your thought processes that if you feel like you have to perform that's going to wear you out more than just being yourself. So we know that sometimes the outcome, I feel like sometimes the outcome of the situation is more important than how I feel at that moment. But you're trying that way. So that's, I'll I'll, uh, take the Superman thing and flip it. We know that Bruce Wayne is Batman, right? Yeah. We also know Clark Kent is Superman. Like all of justice league knows Batman is Bruce Wayne. Do they? Justice league know? Yeah. Eventually, yes. Um, 
But the thing is, well, like, actually, Batman outs everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He's like, like, this, this, shit. One, this one, this one, this one, and I'm Bruce Wayne. So, but and they're like, oh, but he feel he feels like I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm Batman. Like I need to be stone cold. I know my parents died, but that doesn't. And and Superman's like always checking him. Like you, like, you know emotional distress like he's like no i'm fine blah, blah, blah. and then when he's all alone like you can or even over time like there's little things that <laughs> kind of take a toll on him because he doesn't let himself be human right. i don't mean to, i feel that I, I, this is really important we're having this conversation but i just want to go back to this really quick so bruce wayne outs everybody in this wait i'm sorry i'm, I'm gonna talk about this. the animated is it, show is it, is it, there's an anime okay there's a movie or there's it's a show is it there's like animated, two seasons animated no show? justice league justice league okay of america this or this just on, justice uh, league? Hulu or netflix um, I, I know you can find the exact I want, I Warner Brothers on YouTube. Channel eighteen. I just, I just want this. I just want this moment. I think the the exact moment is on YouTube. Um, I'll find it and look and yeah. send it. To you. <laughs> yeah, it he, he basically like it's him. Uh, Superman is Flash, Flash Wonder Woman, uh, Green Lantern, Green Lantern. And that's such a that's such a, a John Stewart one. That's such a bat, that's such a I Batman know, thing. Right? That's such a fucking Batman thing to do. Listen, well, that's you, that's you, that's you. I'm Bruce Wayne. And also, way, he so had fucking, let's get out the way so you don't fucking fuck get, me over. Like, right, Flash, shut up, Flash. Barry, shut the shut the shit the yeah, fuck and down. He, and, and, the he, fuck down. He, and he uses their first and last name so that they know he knows who <laughs> they are. Yeah, and it's funny too. There I can't was, fuck with Batman. Where he gonna have me out here in bad? There's one where <laughs> hey, Lex, Lex, don't introduce yourself to Batman, dog. But not. They were in a situation where they <laughs> were sorry. hiding from this uh, this evil tyrant that had came and basically took over Earth and were trying to kill them. And so they were hiding in this like department store and they were like, we got to change out of these and, and put in uh, put on new outfits or they're going to figure out who we are. And they was like, but what if our, what about uh, Flash was like, what about our secret identities? He was like, very well. Bruce Wayne. Got any problems now? And they were like, we're not fucking with this shit. Like, nigga, we about to die. This is you, this is you, this is you, this is you, this is you. We not secret no more. Now let's live. All right, exactly, dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I took this moment to really ruin. <laughs> I, I feel like we can go off on no, this. but no, but no. That's and hilarious, which, which, which and that's awesome. Thank you for that point? reference. But what I was saying is that the <laughs> whole the whole performance thing really takes more of a toll on you than just being yourself. Um, yeah, it's a joke, like the Joker. <laughs> I, I agree. Whenever you're putting forth a performance, it um it takes a lot more energy than just to be your natural self. Yeah. And and even in that and even in that being yourself, um, part of that comes with the discernment of how much of yourself to sh- to how much of yourself to show, um, because they don't have to see your full self because not a lot of people should have access to your full self, but they should still get you. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so if you're you know if you're tired you know be honest with yourself and the requester like yo I just don't have the energy this time. Um, if you don't have the time or the resources to do- to donate, then don't. What I often tell people is that, um, or, and, and I got this from my dad. He was like, "Don't um, allow yourself to loan out what you can't lose." Uh, right. so I was gonna ask, say, think about what you're sacrificing. Because if right. you're not feeling up to going to an event, like if you're too tired, and then you're like, "Well, I don't want to let them down," then you show up, but things are irritating you, and you're acting like a dick here and there. Like that's not beneficial for anybody. Because you can destroy your character that people mm-hmm. have built up of you by being this fake person. Instead of just being real and be like, yep, like I said before, building up that integrity um, connection between them. Like, yo, I just just not feeling well, you know, this time. Um, maybe we can schedule something else and we can hang out. Da da da. Because they're gonna have one of two um, reactions to that. They're gonna be like, you are, you a stand up person. I thank you for telling me because a lot of people just flaked on me and didn't say anything. Or they can be like, man, you know, I was really counting on you. Da 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 da. But 
and either they're going to understand or they're not. And that's not going to change with you being honest and cool yourself, but you will feel cleaner about that. Yo, this is actually my life story because there was a time in my early, like when I became 18, from like 18 to 22. You were so t- lucky back then that you didn't have to listen to The Funeral by Lil Wayne. I was, but I was listening to <laughs> things like No Ceilings and their Carter Street. I was pretty happy. T.S. is a, T.S. is, T.S. the performer, not the real Reginald, but T.S. the performer is like a really, you know, uplifting, he's a really energetic person. Me and him, I think the reason we're friends because we bounce that kind of coin off each other. Yeah, like we're real, he's energetic, not energetic, he's energetic, and I'm like, ah, ah, ah. So we do that a lot. And (laughs) early on in our late teens, early 20s when we were adults, he liked going out. He still does. He's, you know, he likes going out. I learned from a very, probably within the first two years of my adulthood, I don't like bars, I don't like clubs, like, because there were ways to get into bars and clubs, but I just realized in those environments from 18, 19, 20, and then when I could legally go in there, 21, 20, I didn't like, I'm like, I don't like this shit, I don't enjoy it. TS would always want me out of the house with him, because we were best friends, and even though we were in different colleges and different settings, he always wanted me to be included with what he was doing. And... Early on, I would be like, oh, shit, something came up. Nothing came, I'm in the house in my drawers playing PlayStation, getting high as shit, and I didn't, nothing came up at all. I just didn't want to go out to those areas. I, it wasn't my vibe. Your and social media immediately right, decreased. Right, right. He would be like, he would like, come out. And it would be, it would be two days before, and so I'd be like, okay. Be and I would be like, I'll be like, okay, I got you. I'm going to get my shit. I'm going to get my little pill, whatever we do, I'm, and I'm going to turn up with you. And I get my shit, and I get in my zone. I'd be like, I really don't want to go to that. I'd rather make a record or be here doing this, playing this game. And I and I lied to TS. Sorry, T. He, he knows now. I lied to TS. <laughs> like literally, good, right just now. This like moment. I lied to TS a good three hundred times. Three, <laughs> three, three, somewhere between somewhere between three and four years straight. This until I was like, until, lies. until until <laughs> it got to a point where. When I was about 22, I got I got real comfortable in my in what I did as a person, the drug shit, all this shit that I really don't care about saying out loud. I finally brought to my best friend and I was like, "Listen, bro, I don't like clubs. I don't like this. You see, you can come over here. I'll throw a party here, and our best our niggas can come here. You can come here, and we'll do that. I like I like y'all, but I don't people do too much fake shit out there. I don't really want to blow my heart, be in their motherfucking faces, spending money on liquor when I could." Spend ten dollars and have a whole bottle in my like I'm like the shit just don't add up it don't sit well with me I'm like you might like but I'm like but that but but I'm gonna start just telling you yes and no I don't want to come out it's not you it's the environment and shit and, and TS was like oh okay and I'm telling you that made our shit stronger mm-hmm. that made that was one of those moments where I had to be real with like bro it's not you or it's not well, yeah, that I don't want to hang out with you it's that. You know, you want to go to the bars and shit, and I don't like that shit. I think it's nice, too, not to just get on TSP and such a good person and stuff, because he likes getting people. No, I'm kidding. But he's super understanding yeah. and, and accommodating. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't, he probably was like, I didn't know you felt that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. Let's do something that we can because both enjoy. Because I'm a horrible friend, and I, didn't, and I should have just told him. <laughs> like, I should have just been like, yo. And he, but that was, that was his response. His response was, well, I didn't know. But you were, I just wanted to hang out with you, bro. You were, you knew yourself, but you didn't learn yourself type of thing you know what i'm saying right. once you became comfortable in yourself you're like yo i should just tell my dude like yo i'm not i'm not this ain't my activity you know what i'm saying right like i like t- i like 
and I think T.S. thought because of my energy that I would enjoy that shit. And I'm like, I like parties and house parties and shit in my area. Or like you throwing something. If you're, we're at your house and you finna throw a party, I'll come through to that. But if you talking about going out, no. And I, li- and I lied about it for the first like three to four years of our adulthood. I lied about it. Until about 2011, 2012, I was like, bro, listen. I don't be wanting to come. <laughs> I be in this motherfucker high, turned up, happy, but I don't want to go and blow my shit on Water Street. I don't, that shit don't, and it don't and do it for me. And he was like, bro. And and from that point, we got closer because he was like, okay, well, we'll we started throwing more shit. And my, like, after that, I had like three or four parties at my crib. <laughs> and we would have, it would be packed, and it'd be T.S. and his girl and our friends, and everybody's coming through, and everybody fucked up all that shit. At my crib, because I'm like, well, I, I'm like, I got the apartment, I got the house, because I always had a place. I'm like, I got all the shit. He just wakes up in the you morning, and goes, gets some cereal, and there's people partying. Like, all right, yes. I actually have, I actually have woke man. That was one new year, man. That's a long time ago. Anyways, so Tia, but I had, to, I had to be real with myself because I could feel that it started coming out in conversation where Tia would be like, well, this nigga ain't gonna come through. This nigga gonna flake on me. And I had to be like, well, I'm not a flaky person. I just don't want to do that shit. And I'm like, but if I keep lying to my guy, my best friend, right. he's going to lose faith in me as a friend. Yeah. Fuck the bar and the other shit. That's just going to translate to, well, I can't depend on my nigga because he going to flake on me. Right. And so I, I realized that early on. I was like, okay, let me just break this down for you. That shit I don't like doing, which is why I always be flaking on you. I fuck with hanging out with you. You're my best friend. Right. But I don't want to go to the club. And so I had to tell, I had to give my truth to him in order to prevent becoming a flake in his head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Which is what I him. guess Russell was talking about with the, uh, you got to be honest with the people that you're dealing with. So that way you're not putting on a front. And then uh, now your character is being torn down. Right. Right. For right. sure. Right. Yeah. So, in that same regard, um, we were talking about being selfless as well, um, and that should have some type of regulation. It should be regulated. Um, there's a quote that I, I, I picked up, and I can't remember who the uh, actual um, original author is, but they said, um, being selfless should be regulated as a burned-down candle can't give light. Yeah. So, by protecting your, your territory, that includes protecting your internal ter- ter- territory as well. Um, learning what your triggers are as far as, like, those things that um, produce that negative energy in you, that negative self-talk. Um, they, they might be connected to, like, past traumas, things that haven't healed on you, um, things that have come to make you who you are, but don't necessarily mean that they're, they're a part of you. You know what I mean? Um, so that those things that can actually be healed, those things that can actually be repaired, that you work on repairing them within yourself and allow yourself to do that because that strengthens who you are as a person and it allows you more control over what you should allow or shouldn't allow in your territory to affect you. One thing that was said that was really striking to me that I didn't really um, post a connection to as, as far as it being a factor of what affects your internal um, strength, your internal, or like your mental, your emotional uh, state, is politics and poli- uh, political stance. Um, 
a lot of people don't realize how much that has an effect on them as a person. Um, talking about it, um, being fired up about their different stances as far as politics go, they can really affect like your whole day, your your energy, your mood, um, and they can have some really adverse effects on your being as uh, as uh, mm-hmm. as it goes on because you don't deal with those things, you don't. Um, seek to understand okay well why is this such a big thing to me why, what is it attached to why do I feel so strongly about this um, a lot of people just have strong uh, convictions about things but don't really know how deep they're rooted and why they have those strong convictions uh, I don't know I'll be thinking about that a lot with little things too like yeah. it's just such a little like that makes I'm like just take a step back like why does that bother me it's really so little what about it do I not like and I Overall, it's, like, really, like, there's really nothing, like, I shouldn't feel a way about it. It's really nothing big. Right. And it could be from something that was, like, so minute that you're, like, I don't even remember why this this happened. A lot of um, um, arguments that I've had with friends in the past that I've grown into, I won't say grudges, but they've grown into, like, big rifts. And I'd be like, yo, why was we fighting about this in the first place? And like, And then it could be a, a misconception on my side. And they're like, side, well, I'll tell you why a little bit. Mis- no. <laughs> misunderstanding on their end. Like, it, there's so many there's so many things that started off small that become they're big. They're silly. Yeah. Yeah, and then the grudges, and no one talks about things. They, yeah, they escalate and grow, and grow and yeah. over nothing. You were going to say? I agree. <laughs> now? <laughs> 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 so (laughs) there are a couple things that i don't want to just just focus on the the negative things like you know like i've been saying um there's there's the patience thing that a lot of people don't put time to invest in and to work on um patience is uh, 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 virtue <laughs> I knew that one <laughs> a wonderful, <laughs> a wonderful way to um, discover things about you that you didn't know discover things about other people that you didn't know um, because patience actually <laughs> which is funny because patience quiets all things but it also rubs things that need to be loud the wrong way no offense McCoy um, <laughs> kidding um, but being patient learning patience um a, a lot of people tell me like you know you're good with just going with the flow you know nothing seems to be like really shaking you and stuff like that but I have my outbursts I have my my moments where I'm like you know fuck this you know what I'm saying um, and be all up in arms about things and the thing about it is when I was younger I, I'd work on my anger because I just had some bad um, anger role models that I just didn't want to be like hmm. and I would stop myself from being angry and that's not the most productive way to deal with that emotion. Um, what I had to learn to do, um, which I actually learned by learning how to speak slowly, so I give myself more time to think, because um, I used to speak real fast, like really rapidly, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Used um, to? Yeah, I, I used to. I used to speak faster than this, and to the point where you couldn't understand what I was saying. That's how fast I would speak. Hmm. And, uh, well... At the time, one of my favorite rappers was Twister, but that makes sense. Makes sense. Kind of makes sense. And Um, and you know a lot of big words too. Man, people were (laughs) fucked. (laughs) True. Imagine imagine him like fast rapping super califragilisticexpialidocious and shit like right. Fifth old Fafana. In fifth grade, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But um, (laughs) Alexander the Kubo. 
We just called my mama. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because the change between when I was normally how I normally talk to when I slow myself down, uh, the change in how people um, reacted to me or approached me or talked to me was so grand that it was like, what if I could do this with other areas of my life? So, um, and going from man, you know, last night I was like, you know, da 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 da, um, to yo. There's this place down on such and such that was like really smooth, and I was enjoying myself, and we had this, and we had that, and such and such came through, and people were like, like really focused and tuned in to me, and was like, "Yo, like that right. place sounds dope," and we had a different type of connection, and just seeing that, it was like, well, maybe I can slow some other things down so that I give myself more time to think about them instead of just. Jumping into it, uh, jumping into it impulsively, instinctively, and causing more damage than uh, than most anything else. Because <laughs> if you haste makes waste, as they say, and it really is a true statement. Um, slowing down my anger, slowing down on my sadness, and I know it sounds like you just be still and you know everything would just slow down, but you really have to think about those things. Okay, so why am I angry? Usually, if I'm angry. It's because some need is not being met. What need is not being met here? What am I feeling sad about? What is it that I feel is missing because that's what's adding to my sadness? And really processing through things instead of just... Reacting. Not just reacting, but like finding myself drowning in certain emotions because I'm not dealing with them. I'm either pressing them down so that they can't surface Mm -hmm. and they're continuing to grow and to expand to where I won't be able to control them and probably explode um i work through each level and and really try to work through it and whatever emotions i feel i process through them and actually feel them and not feel like i can't feel them because i'm afraid of what's going to happen well let me ask Ooh. you a question that's strong man right no, i was gonna say let me ask that you takes a, question. a lot and it's a process. of strength dude. it's a process g it's a long process. It's, I'm not going to say it's something that's easy, but it is something that you really have to want to do and want to be at. Like You want to just be at peace with yourself and not fighting with yourself so that every emotion that comes up is a potential for a nuclear blast in your emotions and mental state. Right. See, I think for me, for me, I, one of my worst... So a lot a new a new term the kids are using on the internet okay. toxic they love that <laughs> in the last few years they do I love that term toxic mm. fucking idiots everything um is. they're toxic everything is to, right exactly <laughs> they're actually yeah, everything that they don't like is toxic anything negative that at, operates against them is toxic right? we're being toxic against them right now because yeah we're, we're actually we're, this is we're toxic. toxic we're yeah. toxic we're toxic we're toxic, toxic for we're speaking against them right. here's the thing though there are some 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 traits of mine that I, I'm really okay we've talked about this on the show many times we're gonna just rehash some old shit mm-hmm. I'm big on loyalty I'm big on cutting the motherfucker off mm. I'm big on you not here to play your position or whatever don't like I'm not big on like ex-girlfriends being my friend yeah. and I love my current girlfriend and hopefully she'll be my wife but she's like if we ever break up I'll be a friend no you won't <laughs> you actually will not you won't be my friend. You won't be a friend of any of my friends at all. Like, you'll be so far from because I'm like, I don't want you near me. Like, I really don't. If you betray me or you've done something that, like, because once I'm in it, I'm in it. Like, once I'm loyal, like, hey, man, 
There ain't, there's not much somebody can say to the, to the three of y'all where I won't be like, hey man, shut the fuck up. Like, there's not much somebody because there's not much, there's not much disrespect that can come to the three of y'all that's not going to have me jump out in front. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, once you are, once you've done something to remove yourself from that, you are definitely disconnected from me. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm big on the cutoff thing and I'm hearing that that's toxic because I don't want to, I don't want to, if you were in my life and you don't, you didn't play, if you were supposed to be my girlfriend, I don't want to be your friend. Wait, it's, you said that you heard it toxic to heard, cut people from your I heard, it's, I heard yeah. it's toxic to cut everybody else. Is that, is that toxic? I don't think it is. I feel like smart, because you're a smart fucking human. To cut insane. everybody off? Yeah, no. yeah, but not to cut those out that are doing damage to your right. your mind, right. your soul. And yeah. There's the flowers this, and there's weeds, and if you pull the weeds out of your garden, your flowers will grow better. The way these young kids Or you might talking. rip up some flowers, too, but... That's right. the price well, you pay for ripping out weeds. And the way these young kids are talking, that would be toxic because you're ripping something out. Anything negative is toxic. I, you know, the, it's like the you phrase, know what's toxic? Like you shouldn't burn a bridge. You, you know, know what's toxic? Like, no, sometimes um, bridges need to be burned. Right. Fucking multiple people and not being scared to be in a relationship. That's toxic. Yeah, young people. It's toxic to your, um, com- well, your skin What else is toxic? Sometimes. Spreading diseases to people that you know you have a disease and you're not going to tell them. That's also toxic. Yeah, toxic being live while your best friend is getting or your friend is getting raped in the background that's toxic oh so God, i don't really dude. pay attention to a lot of what these people say as far as toxic goes right. i know what is conducive to my life and what makes me feel like a sane human being yeah, that's right and that's what i'm gonna work towards i'm gonna encourage that for other people um if you feel me being in your life is toxic I mean, we can talk about it and but ultimately that's that's your choice mm-hmm. one thing that uh cortana has really um been like Cortana um, <laughs> Cortana Cortana <laughs> He's always com- uh, complaining about clipping All right Cortana <laughs> clipping like the LA's um uh, Angels What she said <laughs> What she said was that, that um, how you make someone feel or how someone feels about what you've done or what you've said, you don't get to tell them how to deal with that, how to process that, or even what to, f- you have no say. That's it. That's just feel that way. And you have to respect that. And no matter how long they take to get over that, if they get over it or if they don't, that's none of your business. Like you really have to be mindful of what you say, how you say to wh- to whoever. And, the thing about it is, um, I can apologize, I can show you better behavior, I can do all the right things um, with a pure intent, and you honestly never have to fucking speak to me again, never have to be around me, because that's how you feel, and I have to respect that, mm-hmm. because that's that's what makes you function as a sane human being, and it it sounds terrible, but it's really the right thing, so what I do to clear my quote-unquote karma is I practice on being the best human person I can possibly be if I offend you I'm good to be like yo you tell me how I've offended you so I know how not to continue to do that way you know what I'm saying Um, but I can't control how you take it how you react and I have to be okay with that you know what I'm saying so that's something that you really have to to learn is that everybody's not going to accept your um, the way you talk, the way you do things, 
and you have to be okay with that. And a lot of people add, are not. Add on to that, um, it's I feel human nature that we always try to want to fix things or to even yeah. have people accept us or like us or want us. Yeah. If someone's not fucking with you, you can try, but don't force. Like if don't they're not it. fucking with you, just don't force leave it. them be. Right. Because you're being the toxic person. Right. Right. And just for the final thing on this, um, value your time as well as your talent because a lot of people um, expect you to perform on a talent basis, but they don't understand the time it took to get there. Um, There's also time in between that that you need to repair yourself just like any, any muscle you work it hard enough to where it grows but you also need that downtime to repair and to restore yourself so don't just allow yourself to be worked but work on yourself I heard something too that was like uh, so at a what? Yeah, for <laughs> <laughs> uh, like at a job like what is $20 an hour like all you're worth but if uh, the job was to make a painting and you can do it in three seconds like that's not much money that you're getting is that all you're worth for that when like you gotta just put your all into that's why you'd have to get paid the twenty dollars an hour just even if you finish the painting in three seconds make sure that you get what you're worth this corner i'm still working at Uh, unless you're selling a painting and then what whatever it's worth is what you get and yeah that's that's pretty dope but yeah well, I'm glad that we mentioned um, <laughs> trying to help someone, but in the end, oh boy. <laughs> not really helping them. <laughs> oh boy. Ah, it there was I mean, fucked up story of the week. I mean, what are we going to hear? <laughs> <laughs> we already did. <laughs> How'd you guys know? So there was a man who was accidentally killed by a crossbow fired by a neighbor who was trying to save him from being mauled by two pit bulls. He tried to got somebody, and he got them too good. Um, this, I don't know how the pit bulls. <laughs> Daryl Dixon does it. I don't know how the pit bulls got a hold of this neighbor or whatever. But the by good, the teeth. <laughs> the, the good neighbor had really good intentions. He tried to save his neighbor's life by State shooting the uh, pit there. bulls. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he actually did hit one of the pit bulls. So, he got that part. He is not Mr. Worldwide. But the second pit bull did not get hit. Instead, the guy being attacked got hit. So, yeah, there's your fucked up story of the week. I really do have to start posting these stories to the uh, to the group so that way you guys can have as yeah, much you're fun always as on McCoy's it. ass about posting and sharing and commenting and stuff. Oh, this is for sure going to get posted. Alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, also, uh, in new news, TS is a psychopath. That's a... In case you're wondering, um, that's not news, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you, you guys don't find this kind of stuff, th- this kind of stuff, fun, laugh, funny, especially oh, yeah. behind the scenes. <laughs> Super funny. What's the f- uh, fun fact? Oh, oh we well, we're gonna wait for Russell, Russell to yeah. come back for the fun facts. He's yeah. pulling up now. Russell, there's, a, there's also a fun fact of the week. Oh shit. <laughs> oh boy I feel like Isn't it every gonna, week You're gonna wanna wear Your headphones for this one McCoy Do you like where Guys where origins come from Like for Where's my headphones Give me my headphones Cause you said where my headphones And I just 
He's probably, he's probably lying to me, but because of all the lies I've done to him for years. <laughs> she had to yeah. make up for it. Three years, huh? I got three years for you, fucker. Okay. Okay. That's a nice answer. You don't want your shit. headphones? Are you going to play a song? Okay. Oh, God. I feel like they're going to say, okay. Fun fact of the week. Uh, you know, the, I don't know if I can say it on the air, but you know the term shit-faced? Hold on, let me turn this Yeah, side. so someone's had a lot to drink, uh, we say they're shit-faced, yeah. It comes from Scotland. So, uh, basically, obviously, there was no sanitation back in the good old days. So, if you needed, when you were doing your business during the day, you'd do your business in just a bucket. So, all the pee and all the number twos would go into that sort of bit. Uh, and this is how I grew up, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Things were rough on the outskirts of Boston. <laughs> I forgive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always just a little bit too late. Yeah. Late to catch up. <laughs> um, so, they, there was a time of the night where they just agreed to throw out the window it was about 7 p.m. and everyone would throw it out there and it would run down at the same time just so it wasn't happening all day. Uh, and you would, when you shout, throw out the window, you shouted the words Gardy Lou, which is a... Uh, Gardy Lou? Which is uh, it's the Scottish way of saying Gardy Lou, which is French for watch out for the water, okay. which was a very polite way of saying, here's a bucket of pee coming at your face. <laughs> yes, uh, half pee, plus other things as well. Yeah. Other things as well. Uh, but some people would get too drunk during the day uh, after they'd finished work and they'd walk outside and they'd forget what time it was because watches didn't exist and someone above them would shout something in French and they'd look up. <laughs> and that's how you were so drunk that you were... Shit-faced. Oh, yeah. Nice. That was so lovely. Some of you tried to join. It was like a yeah, clap. Yeah, it was like, yeah. ah! <laughs> so, the history of shit-faced is apparently dated back to Scotland or whatever in which um, there was a certain time of day that people would collect their piss and their shit in a bucket because they didn't have proper uh, plumbing or whatever. Aqueducts. And Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Certain time of day that these people would take their shit buckets and they would just dump them out the window. And everybody in town knew what time of day this was so they would not walk under people's windows and if you're going to throw your bucket you'd say some french word and <laughs> so people it's like saying four in golf you'd move the fuck out of the way it. but some people would be so drunk that they would forget what's going on and somebody would say something french they'd look up and they get shit in their face that's the term shit faced and there's your fun fact for the week was that fun guys this has been episode not fun at all <laughs> it was shitty <laughs> So, episode 58 of Not Politically Correct, it's the homie TS, a.k.a. C-Nova. You know I gotcha, and you can find me on Twitter at C-Nova KPZ. He's got you with shit in the face. <laughs> Yikes, it's your boy, Rue McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What to Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God. You can find me at Rue McCoy KPZ and Rue McCoy Rebel. Those different places, find it, figure it out. My name is Cody. Brody, find me on CD Record and... Anything. And St. Louis. Also, if you're going to fucking add me on anything, like, why don't you message me and say who you are? Otherwise, like, it's creeping me no, out. No, no, no. You're public. You're a public <laughs> figure now. No, I'm blacking. No, they're going to. Hey, you better uh, switch your shit up. You're a public figure now. Get yeah. that subscription. Don't in. get shit faced. Get that subscription. Stop Russ like. the Barman, a.k.a. <laughs> Teddy Russ, a.k.a. School Wars Q, a.k.a. whatever the fuck I have. Oh, Russ, uh, Russ the Bus. <laughs> you can find me. On Twitter, Daddy is Snapchat is the chat is with Snapchats at ECKZ underscore R Y D E T and on IG at Candy Cupidity C N D I D C U P C I D T Y. That's for idiot. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. 
We are also on Facebook at Not Politically Correct Podcast. You can like our page on Facebook at uh, NPC Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at Not PC Podcast. And anything that you can listen to us on that includes SoundCloud, that includes the iTunes app, that includes Spotify, Spreaker, Spreaker, Spreaker. Google Play. Same, 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 yes. same, 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 Find same, us, same. A&W Sprechers. All right. <laughs> Root beer. Find us, man, and just and add us, listen to us, and comment, especially on SoundCloud, because I will respond there on SoundCloud. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And on that note, gang!